hello and welcome to One Throw at a Time, a player's perspective on the game that builds and breaks our hearts. My name is Johnny Mox, and I am here as always with who? Rowan McDonald. Rowan here, checking in from Hawaii, and it's it's beautiful out here. Um, but you know, me and Johnny had to to keep you entertained throughout our travels, so we're we're. We're calling in from abroad. Johnny, uh, Arlington, Virginia? I'm in Arlington, Virginia right now. I'm, I'm about as close to D.C. As I've, as I've ever been while being in Arlington because I'm house-sitting um, for one of my mom's friends who lives right across the, the canal from D.C. So it's a nice spot. I'm taking care of a little kitty named Butters. She's real sweet. But let's hear about you. You're doing some more interesting stuff. What island are you on? Who are you visiting? What are you doing for training-wise there? If you're doing anything ultimate-wise, I'm sure people would love to hear it. And how are you enjoying yourself in Hawaii, Rowan? Yeah, no, I am enjoying myself immensely. Um, basically, I'm on Oahu, which is home to the capital, Honolulu. And it started last year. My cousin Dallas and his wife, Megan, uh, decided to, to move out here, and they invited me. They just bought a house in December. Congratulations to them. And I had always loved going somewhere warm and tropical in the winter to get a little head start on some ultimate training. I did uh, four or five years of Panama clinics, which was a, a good head start training with Felipe. And now I've kind of, you know, Settled on Hawaii. Uh, I'll be here for three weeks. And after a bit of a break, I posted on Instagram yesterday, just like a couple weeks of just some ultimate and social media burnout. Uh, um, I got the bug, got the itch, and we are training for ultimate and disc golf uh, every day. That's incredible. I love to hear it. Um how does being in a place that has that more tropical climate influence the way that you train, if at all? I know you have the beach accessible there for you, which is incredible. You're on the USA beach team that will be coming up this fall for the World Beach Ultimate Championships. Um, is that factoring into your training at all? Are you just going out and having fun? Are you using the landscape at all, or is it just easier to train because of the the weather's better overall? Uh, great questions. I would I would say all of the above. Um, yeah, of course uh, the beach national team uh, with my co-host Johnny Marks. It's it's always fun to run run on the beach, get your heart rate going a little bit, and use some of the new muscles. But essentially, what I did was instead of getting a gym membership for the month that I'm here. My first day, I went on Craigslist. I found a 62-pound kettlebell, and that will be essentially my gym. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of kettlebell workouts and a lot of running because as our dear one throw uh, at a time, you know, podcast fans and family know I was on the mileage plan last year, and I, I couldn't really run. But this year, Johnny, I'm on the miles plan and i'm just wow a mile yes and i'm gonna outrun everybody like i used to back in my heyday so i i went for a little run i'm doing some shuttles using the landscape absolutely but 
yeah, the kettlebell is my gym and open fields and open sand are my uh, running, running spots. I love to hear it. Nothing like waking up a little early and running out on the sand. That's what, that's one of my favorite things to do at the beach. And my family kind of makes fun of me because I'm not like the beachiest person. I've never been someone who's like raring for the beach, but uh, I really love running on the beach because uh, that, that sand really works muscles that otherwise you don't engage on grass or other surfaces. And I'm so glad to hear that you're, you're having a nice time out there uh, staying with family and, and enjoying yourself. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, it's always good to, to kind of get the bug with, with the new year. Um, not that, you know, I've always made the most of the resolutions, but it's a kind of a good time for a little fresh start um, here. What about yourself? Did you do anything special for the new years? Do you do resolutions? What's your uh, ultimate or personal life kind of story right now as 2023 kicks off? Great question, Ro. Um, yeah, I think throughout December, I've been getting back into uh, like training every day and it's been really nice. I think um, we had an episode a little while back where we were talking about training and you had got jumped right back into training and I'd been taking a little bit uh, longer of a runway. But um, ever since I got back from my travels on December 10th, I've been lifting or running or doing active recovery every day. And it's been, it felt really good. Um, and it's made the playing opportunities that I have had, whether it's mini or ultimate or some other off season game, it's made them feel a lot springier, made them feel like I'm a lot more limber during those. And so I'm excited to see where, um, that routine can take me, um, in 2023 in the new year. Um, in terms of doing stuff that was special for New Year's, I just went to a party with some of our truck stop teammates. It was really fun. Um, and then with resolutions, I was wondering what your take on them is because I do have a couple resolutions um, that are – some are ultimate-related, some are not. Um, but I was I was reading something the other day that said instead of making lofty promises to ourselves – how can we recommit to healthy habits that will lead to long-term growth, right? Whether that's an ultimate or other parts of our lives. So I guess the thing that this author was arguing was that when we don't achieve our lofty goals, what we fall back on is our habits. And so building healthier habits allows us to surmount where we were before and um, achieve what may otherwise seem unattainable if we look at it all at once. Um, I was looking at my, uh, my words for 2022 and 2023. It's like an interesting way to reflect, uh, on the year in the past and, um, take on the year moving forward. And so my word for 2022 was poignant for a couple reasons. Um, and I think one of the main ways that it was poignant ultimate wise was to reach heights with DC ultimate that we never had before. Um, and then my 2023 word that I want to manifest is surmount because I want to push past those places where 
we've taken DC Ultimate um, in addition to some other things in my personal life. So that's kind of my resolution rant right there. What do you think of any of those ideas? Do you enjoy resolutions? Do you have any this year? And what do you think of that healthy habits idea? Yeah, I think that like we both see kind of ultimate and and these sorts of um, environments similar. Uh, I was actually talking with Tyler Monroe. We linked up for a workout kind of in the middle of my burnout, actually. Uh, and it sounded like it sounded like maybe in the middle of his too. And we just were kind of saying, "Hey, like maybe we don't have the the motivation to put in work, and but you know, at least we have the habit of you know, hey, like texting each other and getting out to the field." So I think that really goes for anybody that's listening, no matter what level you're playing or coaching. If you're new to it intermediate or at the top of of the sport like yeah you i wouldn't rely or count on relying on motivation really to to always be there and always kind of sustain your engine or your motor um so yeah i think that habits is is really uh really important um and it's also the one thing i will add before i tell you if i I have any of the resolutions is be kind to yourself if you don't if you miss the habit or you miss something so that's something that I always I think people get stressed out if they either set a big goal or they like are demanding or want a new lifestyle and maybe maybe they slip up a little bit um, just be nice to yourself and forgive yourself because then if you get stressed out or you're mean to yourself then you could you know, double down or triple down on those, you know, uh, areas that, that that you don't like. So, yeah, that's so totally in, in, in line with you, Johnny. Per usual, habits are definitely the, the way to go. I think for my resolutions, I I don't have necessarily a word or, or something in mind. If I did, it would maybe be, you know, commitment. I think that... Um, Ultimately speaking, like speaking about ultimate, uh, even though I'm wrapped up in a lot of things around ultimate, youth sports, Excel ultimate, online training, um, a million uh, content, I haven't really, you know, done, you know, the training and the time in, invested into my own growth in the last couple of years and. I've kind of just been skating by on a lot of practice the first couple of years that I started playing and, you know, yeah, just kind of that. So I'm going to, you know, commit hundred percent. I'm going to try to, um, you know, turn down some of the other things that were, you know, taking up my time and energy and just kind of see how, how I can go with this, this new commitment. So that was off the top of my head. Um, I kind of like yeah. having that word and we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that sounds great. And I think another point that really resonated with me was uh, when you were saying, kind of talking about the cliche of like, it's not what you do on your best days that defines you, you know, it's what you you're able to do on the days that you don't feel like, you know, working towards your goal. Um, that really is what makes, uh, what what creates greatness. And I think that 
a little bit less of a cliche and more tangible way um, that I think about it because I feel like those things you see on like Instagram reels and stuff can kind of seem unattainable or like they're a little bit vapid. One of the ways that I try to think about it is like do the work to get yourself into the space that you need to create what you want, right? So exactly what you were saying surrounding like, just go out to the field, you know, just text your friend and go out to the field. Um, the work could look like even, you know, finding a place to live that is close enough to a field that you can walk to easily so that you have no excuse to go out and run. Or it could look like, you know, investing in that gym membership, or it could look like investing in that 62 pound kettlebell, or it could look like going to visit um, your family member in Dallas so that you can, you know, have a reset and find the fun in training again, right? It's all of these things where it's like, I think in terms of habits or resolutions or however you want to frame kind of the start of the year, the best thing you can do for yourself now is put work into being able to access the space or the space is where you're going to be able to eventually manifest that goal. Right. Cause for me, at least that's like, like 80, 90% of the way there is like when I'm trying to write something or when I'm trying to write a song, like sitting down with my um, little typewriter or sitting down with my guitar, when I'm trying to like get better at ultimate, it's about just like going into the basement where I have like all my listening stuff and just working through it. You know, it's, the process comes along with being able to access those spaces easily. So I think that if you're unsure about where to put your work or your work ethic, when you have the energy, that's a great place to do it. Yeah. And yeah. And, and a few of your ultimate um, anecdotes there, I feel like revolved around some teammates, whether, you know, that's texting a friend or, you know, doing things with people. And that's like a super special part of the sport that, you should lean on is, you know, if you're, if you're no matter where you are in terms of like your motivation or your, your training, um, having people around you can really help. Um, yeah. Like I don't think me or Tyler would have gone to the field that day. And, but you know, we did it together and now that's two players on the team getting a little bit closer to their goals. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a great summation. Rowan, let's move on to some shenanigans. It's a new year, so you know there's got to be new shenanigans. And it's new going year, to be shenanigans. <laughs> exactly. And it's going to be related to the conversation we were just having. This version of shenanigans is called the loftiest resolutions. And the loftiest okay. resolutions is going to be made up of Rowan and I coming up with four lofty resolutions each and talking about which one of us would be most likely to make such a goal. So for instance, a classic Johnny one that Rowan might say could be like, I want to bake an entire house full of bread and I want to design and, you know, be an architect of bread and build a mansion of bread that I bake myself in my kitchen. And then we would both say who we think it is and we have a little debate. And then for extra points, for extra points, we can reframe the overly lofty re resolution into a daily habit that has the potential to lead to long-term growth. 
So for instance, maybe instead of making a bread house, we can go take it back down a little bit and say, Johnny wants to make one new bread a month, right? Because that will expand my bread horizons. That will still make yummy food for my loved ones, but it won't take all of my energy and still probably uh, eventually result in a failure like building a bread house. Does that make sense, Ron? Uh, yes, sir. That sounds good. I think this is a, uh, a slight iteration. We we did one of these back in one of our earlier ones. I, I think that was a ton of fun. I forget what our theme was, but we did a, a three, two, one countdown. I thought that was one of our favorite, one of my favorite shenanigans. All right, Rowan, round one, I will start and we will go ahead and switch off. This person's resolution is to average five more goals than Christian Boxley in the 2023 pro season. Rowan, is it you or me? That's you, Johnny. That's absolutely you. You know, uh, you know the rumors are that I'm going over to the D-line, so you know I'm not going to be scoring that many goals this year. Um, yeah. Plus, it's not that hard to get five more goals than Christian per game, so you you can do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I was going to say you because you know you're the finisher when it comes to to the when comparing the two of us. But you know, I'm a sneaky goal scorer too, and. I, I've got I've got a good sense for where Box is on the field at all times, so I can probably vulture a couple from him there too. So I'll give you this one. I was I was coming Johnny. into this with with you in mind, but you know I'll take it. Johnny, you also call the plays for the Breeze, so you you can sit Christian every point, <laughs> just never get That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we got Box set in sack and all <laughs> cut deep, uh, and we'll got, see how it goes. No, but if you're on if you're on Breeze or Truck Stop, the easiest way to score a goal is to wait till Tyler gets the disc like ten yards outside the end zone because that's the only place it's going. Okay, well, since you went ultimate first round, I'm gonna go ultimate first round, and the lofty um, the lofty goal in 2023 is to finish the season with zero turnovers. Who do you think? Wow. I mean, it does sound like something I would try to do, but you've come over to the side of not wanting to turn the disc over so much in the last year that I'm going to give this one to you, Rowan. I'm going to say this is a goal that you would set for yourself. Yes, you are correct. I thought I would, you know, make it a little bit hard because you do see this as well. Uh, you see this, you see the lights. I actually set this turno- um, this this goal pretty much every year. Um, so, you know, we'll see how long we can go. That'll be great. And to get the bonus points on this one, reframing this lofty resolution into a daily habit, throw every day. Visualize on the field what turnovers look like and how you might avoid them next time every day. Watch film of your turnovers. You know, these sorts of things are the habits that you can put into achieving a lofty resolution like that. Absolutely. Take the first look um, under three seconds. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. Back, back over to you. All right. This person's resolution is to learn how to build custom vehicles for upscale clientele in less than a year. I'm going to give this one to you and we didn't plan this but I you know there's a lot of 
things about this. You're very artistic, creative designer. Um, and I don't know, maybe you like karma, being a car mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it to you, Rowan, because I feel like you're good at hustling and picking up institutional knowledge in your own way. And I think we both struggle to do this. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I mean, I, I could see it from that angle. You know, you know, I wouldn't mind running, like, that major um, endeavor. But, yeah, we'll just yeah. need to find the, uh, the, the boots on the ground for sure because I don't know if either of us know, you know, the inside outs of, of the vehicle. Yeah, I'm not sure how we would uh, get bonus points on this one, but if you have ideas, on how to take it step-by-step, step. learning how to build custom vehicles for upscale clientele, please do write in, onethrowpod at gmail.com. Rowan, back over to you. All right, this one is another ambitious goal, um, and that is becoming the commandant of the Coast Guard. <laughs> now, the, if that you don't know, the commandant one. of the Coast Guard is number one. VIP commander in chief Hefe. So, uh, what do you think? Yeah, and just for a little bit of background, they just hired a new commandant relatively recently, and she's the first female commandant in history. So, I I would be upset if one of us were to somehow usurp her. Uh, Rowan and I have a very close friend in the Coast Guard, Luke Rafis, outstanding ultimate player, plays plays in DC. Truck stop and the breeze. Um, Rowan, I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna say that ah, this is a tough one. I'm gonna give it to you. You've got the toughness necessary. You've got the 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 skills, uh, you know, Maine, growing up in Connecticut, you know, those are two places where there's vibrant coastal communities. Maybe you've ridden in a boat or two. Uh yeah, I I mean, I grew up. I grew up 18 minutes away from the Coast Guard Academy, so that was a little sneaky. But um, I just, I just see you out there with Luke every day, hustling and grinding. And I just, I thought that maybe he would kind of convince you to enlist. And you have such a charismatic yeah. personality. I thought you could just climb the ranks to go from uh, enlisted to commandant within the year. Yeah, I think that. I think. Maybe the military values charisma and creativity less than we think as civilians, but you never know. I think really the only way to find out in terms of committing to daily habits is, you know, enlist in the Coast Guard, you know? Let's, both, let's the coast both enlist and see who gets hired. Let's enlist and see who gets hired in a year. I Maybe neither of us will get promoted. That would be my my guess, but... One never does know. Rowan, my third one, this person's resolution is to get a job as the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What do you think? I think this is me. I think, you know, I think I, I think it's got to be me. I think I'm more of a passionate for, you know, big corporation, big money than, than <laughs> you. <laughs> I, just, I just think that this is like my dream. So I might do this. Yeah, I think it's I think it's you as well. Uh I just think that this is a place where you need a mixture of charisma but also a hustler's ethic and a desire to be cutthroat and climb the ranks. 
And if those three things don't describe you, Rowan, then I don't know what does. You're just always oh, looking for the most thank power, you. always looking for the most money, and just go get that money. I, I support you all Absolutely. the way. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. I, know, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have dropped all my side hustle and ambition for this year to play <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee for very low money. I, I, I should swerve back into that lane. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the next one for me is this person's New Year's resolution is to be able to do a full split. Wow. I'm giving that one to you, Rowan, because you do your yoga, and I know that you're very invested in your body feeling limber, in your body feeling flexible. And even though it is a lofty goal because neither of us are even close to that flexible, I think that you'd be the one to put in the daily work to make it happen or at least try. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty spot on. And I have been putting in the work for a long time, but I'm just – I haven't even got – you know, five degrees more. It's just my hips are stuck, but it's, it, it, I'm going to keep working on it and you never know. So, yep, you, you got that one and yeah, you're the hip and mobility. For the, yeah, for, for the, for the bonus on this one, I have two things. I have, you know, okay. getting into a daily habit of stretching doesn't have to be resulting in you doing the splits. It could just be in you being able to touch a little bit farther down on your shins or your toes, being able to, you know, feel healthier after a long workout or long tournament day. These sorts of things are great benefits from that. And then the other thing, it relates back to what you said earlier in the episode about making sure that you're being kind to yourself, you know? So if you make a lofty goal like this, don't be afraid of failure. Be excited about the benefits that you do get out of that daily habit of stretching, which I think plays in really nicely. Rowan, my fourth and final one, this person's dream this year is to animate an Oscar-winning film. You know, I, I mean, I have got to throw that one over to you. Um, you take the behind-the-scenes editing on one throw at a time. You also have pretty good um, YouTube channel and also a great YouTube turnaround time, world-class definitely faster than me and AJ. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going to give this one to you. Although my lifelong dream of putting out a documentary uh, for an ultimate season, I think you're aware of that. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to play the fence. I'm going to pick you and what do I got? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, let's make that dream happen, Rowan. I'll just bring my camera everywhere and interview you every chance I get and you won't be annoyed at all. I think no, that, I love that. This, and I'll do the same. Is, this is equally unlikely for both of us because I'm fairly certain, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm fairly certain that we both absolutely suck at visual art. And so having the drawing skill necessary to animate a film, even a short one, not even, uh, especially not an Oscar winning film, I think would elude the both of us. Um, but I would like to learn how to draw better. So maybe the reframing of this one is just, you know, watching a YouTube video and learning how to draw one simple thing every day. Yeah. And maybe you just have like, a unique style that the world hasn't seen. Because I don't think you, like, make Oscar quality work mimicking what's out there. So 
whatever you're learning might actually be the next big thing. It's true. You got to be unique. Amen. Or at least that's what we think. I also think there's a little bit of a, a crisis in our age where everyone thinks that they have to be unique. And then that either makes everyone really anxious or if everyone's unique, then nothing actually is. Wow. Mind blown. You heard it here first. That we're recording here first. Okay. Well, we're going into the last one. Um, after that, uh, profound statement we're going to go the last one is designing a major fashion line what do you think rowan i'm gonna give this one to you i think we both could do it but you just have consistently year after year innovated on ultimate fashion in a way that nobody else has and you do it effortlessly almost to the point of where you're thinking it looks bad and you think everyone else thinks it looks bad, but everyone else thinks that they want to mimic you now because it's just effort. It's just an effortless effervescence, if you will. The piece that I'm thinking of that is iconic an iconic Rowan piece is the fuzzy pink jacket. I don't know where you got it, but the fuzzy pink jacket that just sometimes comes out in the winter, maybe when you're coaching Maybe after a cold workout, you throw it on. It's just an incredible piece. And I think building a fashion line off of statement pieces like that um, would really help you go far. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. The pink jacket, still kicking, comes from my late aunt, Shannon Petraca, um, formerly Shannon Rowan, my mom's sister. Um, comes from Gap, of all places. But yeah, an absolute... Gap. Um, an absolute gem uh, of a piece, and I'll try to have that forever. But the answer, Johnny, was you, because I thought you did a great job with the truck stop jerseys, uh, or the whole committee. Won't give you all the credit, but um, yeah, you've had some good jersey designs come out in the last several years, and I think that you could uh, flip that into major fashion. Well, thanks so much. We're giving each other compliments here, folks. But what we do, that's why, that's that, why our chemistry, oh. <laughs> our chemistry, oh my gosh. The best oh, compliment that we can give our listeners, though, Rowan, is knowledge, is imparting knowledge. Especially, and so we're gonna move especially on to, when they ask for it. Especially when they ask for it, and so we're going to move on to listener questions. And our listener question for today comes from Adam Snowden. Adam has been a listener for a while. Thank you so much, Adam. We really appreciate you both listening, supporting, and writing in. And what Adam says is that he is sort of semi-coaching the local university's club team. They look to him for guidance, but he struggles at times. Now, his question is, how can he improve his members' performance over time, so the members of the team, how can he improve the team's performance over time both individually and as a unit, while not overtraining them? I think this is a great question because it speaks to, you know, a lot of the time we talk about individual development on the pod, but I think just as important is this idea of growing as a unit, especially if the unit itself doesn't have a lot of experience among it. Everyone should still feel empowered to learn Ultimate and have fun doing it. So I love this question. Thank you so much for the question, Adam. Um, Just to offer my little 
thoughts before Rowan dives in. Um, my idea would be to make coming together mandatory, but make the certain aspects that might overwork certain individuals optional. So for instance, I would make practices mandatory. Whether that's two, three practices a week, I would say, hey, come to these practices, not optional. Then after practice, I would plan a conditioning section that is optional. So after like two hours of practice, you can say, hey, if you want to stick around for about 20 more minutes, we'll run some sprints, we'll do a core circuit, these kinds of things. And that allows the people who want to get a little bit more out of it to do so without overworking the entire unit. Um, similarly, I would offer throwing challenges that can be done outside of practice asynchronously. And again, that offers an optional way to get better. I would work in different types of competitive disc-based games to work on adaptability, creativity, and mental elasticity. Rowan, what do you think oh. of that term, mental elasticity? I think I, I only you. You, have, I mean, some of the vocabulary, some of the vocabulary <laughs> and uh, word play and the wordsmanship has I, just uh, sparkled, Donnie. Sparkle. <laughs> I say, I say that this one, the the working in different types of competitive disc based games. Um, thinking about one of the things that William and Mary that worked best to engage folks on the weekends was we had a weekend practice slot but folks didn't want to like do our usual, you know, practice routine. Instead, they wanted to do something a little different. So we played Goldsmith for a part of those weekend practices and people loved it. You know, a lot of people hadn't played before. It's a great way to get a workout in, a great way to work on creativity with the disc, seeing small windows and making a kit from two buckets and some PVC. Very easy and very cheap from a place like Lowe's or Home Depot. Um, also could think about playing that micro mini, the 2v2 that we talked about last episode, things like that. And essentially, as a TLDR, I would say keep things fun when you can, Adam, and keep discs in the hands of your players. The more discs in the most hands makes the best team, especially when you're talking about developing players. So tell them to carry it around, you know, practice switching grips when they're watching TV, doing homework any of these things. Ron, what do you have to add? Yeah, just one practical tip and one kind of holistic uh, approach, as, as you would expect. Uh, even though I changed uh, my word for this year, I, I will still continue to promote playing and coaching holistically. So, uh, yeah, we'll start with the, the holistic one is, yeah, Johnny touched on it, but I want to double down. You have got to make the space um, fun. You want people coming. You want people wanting to come. You want a cohesive, inclusive, positive place because the skill development from your new members that are new to the sport are not going to come in one practice or one week. They're going to come with buy-in and people coming back. So a lot of people are like, oh, we got this new player. Um, oh, well, it's like, we need to teach them everything ASAP and then they might be overwhelmed or, you know, uh, they might think the focus is on just skill development and they won't see what's really special about the team or the sport. So have a good place, get people that want to be there. Um, yeah. Attitude wise, coaching, 
uh, inclusivity. And, and then over time, people will just get so much better because they'll start doing those optional sprint workouts and throwing drills because they're part of a community and they're part of a team. They feel valued, et cetera. So, you know, you're not going to coach everyone up to speed. They're going to coach themselves through trial and error, through what you teach, what you tell them. So, you know, you want them in a, in a good headspace. The practical tip I will say is, especially with the newer players, make sure everybody has a forehand and help them develop the mechanics and the confidence for forehands. If you have a player that doesn't have a good forehand and everybody, you know, is new, it happens, then they get stressed out in drills and scrimmages and games and their experience for them and players around them dips. So urgently get people's forehands up to speed. Backhands usually come up to speed pretty quickly. And there you have the two magic tips for something that I've dealt with for about seven, eight years coaching. I think that that's uh, an incredible note to end on. Adam, thank you so much for your question. Um, we really appreciate you writing in and supporting the show. Rowan, what you just said reminded me you're going to be participating in a seminar put on by the National Ultimate Training Camp. I believe it's called the Global Ultimate Training Session Guts. Uh, and that is sponsored by the legendary Tina Booth. So if you want to sign up for Rowan's session, I believe you're doing like a, a panel on college ultimate coaching. Um, look it up on online. Uh, it would be it would be great to to have some of y'all there. Yeah, and hear, uh, by the by about. the time this yeah, and by by the time this comes out, I think uh, registration will still be open. So. Yeah, you got to hustle, though. There's just a couple of days left on registration. And, yeah, the panel has some some legends on it. Um, yeah, go check. See for yourself. I'll see you there. Yeah, on the National Ultimate Training Camp's website, I'm sure you'll be able to get to it. And that's a wrap for us, Ro. We're just going to, you know, do our little plugs here at the end. Of course, January and all of 2023 and every day and every month is the one friend at a time drive. If you're enjoying the show, tell a friend. We don't market the show in any other way. Y'all are the only way that we can, you know, spread our one throw community. And we really appreciate you taking the time to do so if you enjoy what we're talking about. And if you don't enjoy what we're talking about, then you could do two things. You could, you know, tell people about how annoying we are. Or you could hey, you know, no, not no say such anything. thing is bad. No such thing as bad press. No bad publicity. We'll take <laughs> we'll take it all. Yeah, tell your friends about how annoying we are too. Um, we have an Instagram. It is at one throw pod. O n e t h r o w p o d. We post content there. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can send us a DM there. You can email us, which is slightly preferred, at uh, the same one throw pod at gmail.com. We just had Adam's question this week, so for next week's episode, we're going to need some new ones. So please write in if you have something that you'd like us to weigh in on. Rowan, if folks want to find you on socials, etc., how can they do so? They can find me on Instagram at Rowan McDonald, on YouTube at Rowan McDonald. But as Johnny said, check us out on Instagram because I will be posting 
a little real with a before test of my full split mobility. And I will be keeping track of that resolution all year only on one throw pods Instagram account. So stay tuned for that video coming out shortly. Wow, that's going to be some exclusive content. I have nothing as exclusive, but if you want to follow me on Darth Malks on Instagram, Johnny Malks on YouTube, we're going to play us out with a theme song here. But first, I want to thank my co-host, Rowan, for taking the time even all the way out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. He's still coming to you with this knowledge, with this wisdom, and with this kindness. And with that, Rowan, I want to say please be kind to yourself. As you've said, that we should all be kind to ourselves. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? No, no, I'm uh, no, but if you're still with us, you have got to tune in to next week because Johnny and I are, are getting our truck stop feedback in a couple of days, and that is a great time to not only share our feedback with y'all, but kind of talk about the process of kind of our top secret process on how, how we improve as people and players. So sneak preview there. Catch you on the next episode. Peace.